Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah here with Dietitian Boss, and I have one of our amazing clients, Julie, who is in our society program, and we're going to talk about her experience and what things have been like for her. If you want to find her online, she's on Instagram at ultra.runner.nutrition. Hey, Julie, it's great to have you. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And yourself? Yeah. Yeah, doing pretty good. Just, you know, staying busy. <laughs> so that's always great. So why don't you start out telling our listeners, how did you first learn about Tietitian Boss? Yes. So I worked in clinical for over a decade and kind of came to a crossroad where I decided I needed to stop for a number of reasons. And I started my own LLC as a personal trainer. And I wasn't really, I was kind of at the time where I really kind of wanted to take a break from nutrition. So I just did some personal training and felt really lost, felt like I had no idea how to run a business. And so it was actually my husband who suggested, Hey, why don't you look into hiring a business coach? And so I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to hire a business coach, I don't want to just hire any business coach. I want somebody that knows the world of nutrition and knows the world of like the fitness world. And so I just did a Google search and the dietitian boss and Libby stood out tremendously to me. And it was really the only program that I looked into seriously. And a big reason was, of course, I have Instagram on my own personal account and I follow these dietitians that I really look up to. And I kid you not, pretty much all of them, if I like were to guess a percentage, it was probably like 95% of them. Like I found out Libby had coached them. So I was like, wow. oh, okay. She seems like a legit like option here. And then learning about like the group and yeah, she just like spoke to me when I met with her on this, like my sales call for the dietitian boss. And I was like, I could really learn from this person. So yeah, that was how I found out about the dietitian boss. Wow. That's so interesting. Cause I know a lot of our clients have either been listening to the podcast or watching YouTube videos or even following on Instagram. And so to know that you were just Googling, looking for information, but then saw that other people had learned from dietitian boss. That's really great. It's always interesting to find out how somebody learned, you know, about something like that. So you kind of talk about that, how you found dietitian boss, but can you tell our listeners a little bit about where you were when you started out versus now? Yes. I've gone through a process of figuring out what I wanted to do. It's felt like a little bit like a midlife career crisis, <laughs> right. but I've landed in a spot that I'm really excited about and very excited about pursuing and growing my business and helping my clients. So when I started the dietitian boss program, 
I was a little bit unclear of what I wanted to do at the time. Like I said, I was doing some personal training. And so I still do love the fitness world, but I also wanted to do some intuitive eating work alongside it and pair the two. So Dietitian Brass program helped me start a program and I was able to sign on six clients and help them through intuitive eating and offering just really gentle, like weekly workouts for these clients. And it was a program that I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed working with the clients, but it was, it made me realize like, I'm not sure this is actually what I want to pursue for my, my private practice. My husband and I are big runners and we're big mountain athletes. And we like to go on these long adventures in the mountains and run long distances. Every year we go to our favorite, it's one of our favorite races and it's over Labor Day weekend. And I unfortunately wasn't able to run it this past fall for numerous reasons. So I was just there to cheer on my friends and my husband. And so I had 11 friends. It's like this three-day event. It's really fun. It's this great event. And we had 11 friends racing throughout the weekend. And six out of the 11 friends who were racing had fueling issues. And they just like really struggled with their nutrition through the race. And so one was a 50K, which is 31 miles. One is a 28K, which is right around 18-ish, 19 miles, but it has like 8,000 feet of climbing. And the 50K has 11,000 feet of climbing. And then there's a shorter race that's a vertical kilometer that's only a 5K in distance. So it's 3.1 miles, but it's over 3,300 feet of climbing. So it's like, it's a mountain race. Anyway, so six of my friends really struggled nutrition-wise, the various races that they were running. And four out of the six, didn't finish their race because of their fueling problems. So it got me. And then the other two that did finish were really like slowed down significantly by their problems. And so it got me thinking and I was like, you know what? I've loved the world of running for 20 plus years of my life. And I really enjoy talking to people about running. And I, like I mentioned before, I was kind of at a point where I needed a break from nutrition, but this was an area of nutrition that I was really excited to talk to people about. And so made that decision. Like, I think this is the direction that I want to take my private practice is I want to help people who run ultra marathons, which for people that don't know what that is, it's anything longer than 26.2 miles. So the most common ultra marathons, 50 K, which is 31 miles. And then it goes up from there. Had a client that is doing a 200 mile race. So oh my, that's a big race. <laughs> yeah. So I've just gotten very excited talking to people about what their goals are with running and really helping them learn how to fuel their body for these long distances that typically take eight hours or longer, eight hours to 48 hours. And yeah. So that answer. Yeah. Question, that's how no, I definitely switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's great. So I know you'd been in the program for a little while before you decided to switch. How long had you been in the program? Cause some of our, you know, listeners, they may be thinking, you know, maybe they're not sure what they want to do. And so what was that time length like? And then because you kind of started over, I mean, you know, with this new, yes, I did start over. I did the intuitive eating fitness group. I started up at the end of July, I started dietitian boss at the very end of June. So okay. it took me about a month to get up and running. And then I ran that program for August and September and then kind of phased it out. I think the last, I might've had one or two sessions in October or September, October. Yeah. And then I started with my first ultra running client. I do remember I changed my Instagram account October 1st. 
Oh, good memory. Remember that. <laughs> yes. Okay. October 1st. So that was like a big cutting point for me. And I do remember at the time I had to announce to a few clients like, Hey, you're going to see this change on my Instagram, but it doesn't mean that my working with you is changing because they were still in the intuitive eating program. So it was October. I got my first client at the very end of November and then, or sorry, the beginning of November. And then I actually took December off because it was pretty slow. And I just felt like it was the right choice at the time too, with the holidays and whatnot. And there's a lot of ultra running events that are like in the South and in the East where the weather doesn't get crazy, but where I'm at winter. And so runners really kind of like aren't thinking about running. They're thinking about skiing. And so it felt like a good choice. And so then I really ramped back up and I had a couple clients that I signed on in January and January is actually my best month. And now I officially signed on my ninth client just last week and hoping for more to come. So yes. And I have one person that I'm communicating at this point in time, but so yeah, that kind of gives the timeline for me and where I've been with starting something, changing gears, and then starting something again. Yeah. And, you know, like I was saying, we've had other clients that come in and they change directions while they're in the program. What would be your advice for anybody listening that might be, because that could be scary. I mean, to be going one direction and then thinking, wow, it's just not fully what I want. I really have this other direction to go. And I think it's going to be more exciting and you're going to, you know, it's going to be more of what you want, but what would your advice be to somebody who's maybe torn between two or thinking like, well, wow, what if that happens to me? What would you say to them? Oh man, this was a big insecurity. Yeah. Very big insecurity. And I really wrestled with it. Like it seemed now looking back on it, I'm actually really impressed that I made the decision over a month. Like it was Labor Day. And then I changed a month later, pretty much exactly a month later. And this is a little off topic. This gives me a little, like you guys, a little bit insight to my personality. If anyone's familiar with the Enneagram nine with a eight wing, kind of a funny combo, which means nines are peacemakers, but they have a really hard time making decisions and they have a really hard time prioritizing things. And I have a tendency to want to change things, especially when I get like a little bit hard, like it gets hard. And so I've learned that about myself. So I was really wrestling with, okay, do you want to switch directions because the fitness and intuitive eating is getting hard? Or do you want to change directions? Because this is actually something that you've wanted to do since you were, you became a dietitian. Because be quite honest, I was interested in sports nutrition when I was in school. It was something I never pursued. I actually became a certified diabetes educator for over 10 years. And so I wrestled with it personally. I journaled about it. And then I also talked to the people in my life who I valued their opinions and knew that they would give me solid advice. And I don't have very many people that I wanted to talk to it about. So my husband was like the biggest person that I felt like, okay, you know, my personality, you know, my personality tendencies. And he was a great person to like, just talk about it with and really ask like the hard questions. Like, is this really what you want to do? Or are you going to end up changing it in another couple months? And so, yeah, that would be my advice is like, give yourself a timeline to really, really wrestle with it. And then maybe pick one or two people that you really value and know that you can have honest, true conversations with about switching. I did bring it up on calls too. Mm-hmm. The coaching calls. Yeah. Yep. I know I brought it up like once or twice. But I also know I kind of wasn't like as forward about it because I was insecure. Yeah. So 
embrace the insecurities would be my advice and really like wrestle, really let yourself like think through all the options and the reasons why you're deciding to switch. Yeah. Well, I love that you shared that you're aware that sometimes when things get hard, you want to change directions or, you know, change your mind and business can be hard starting your own private practice. I mean, there are a lot of things that we don't always anticipate or realize that we're going to feel as we're, you know, creating something. And so mindset is so huge. And that's something, you know, we work with you all in the program. Did you, is there anything with mindset you did differently? And I you said journaling. I'm just curious then thinking about your mindset and how you've changed directions and just your experience. Has there been any shift with that? Because I, I remember us talking some on, I think some of the calls even about mindset practices. Yes. It's been one thing that I've talked about with you <laughs> and it's to be quite honest, it's still something I really struggle with staying consistent with, but I do have a few quotes that I have printed out. I have like a little Twitter format that I'll do it for my Instagram posts. So it has like my little face and then my little Instagram handle, my name underneath it with my credentials. And I have a couple affirmations on there. One is a Brene Brown quote that I really like. I wish I could quote it to you at the moment, but it slipped my memory. It's something about choosing courage mm-hmm. and not comfort. Oh, I choosing courage and not comfort. That's what it is. Oh, something wow, that's effect. great. Yeah. And then also affirmations, like I am a capable dietitian and people want to work with me. And yeah, those are the two that I think stick out to me the most because I do have insecurities about people wanting to seek my help and then also insecurities about like when things get hard. So choosing courage and choosing to like take the steps that are hard and taking the time to learn what I need to do over just curling up in my blanket, watching a Netflix show. So Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, I think mindset, well, it's something we're always going to deal with whatever stage of business. I mean, for anybody listening, it's, you may kind of overcome one part, but then there's going to be new things that come up. And yeah, I remember specifically that call where we're discussing different mindset practices and different things you can incorporate. And if anybody listening is thinking, relating to anything, Julie's saying about some of the mindset things, you know, pick, it can be something just little that you pick to do daily, even if it's just an affirmation something to remind yourself and to shift that thinking because we all deal with those insecurities at times. So tell me a little bit about, you see, you've given us some examples of like your timeline and how you change directions and clients. What were some of the goals when you first started the program? And can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. I had no idea how to market myself. I had no idea how to structure a business. I just felt like I was wasting my time on like a million things. I had no idea how to use social media. When I learned that Libby's program taught you how to run a group. Oh man, I got so excited about that. I was on board with group program right away. I used to, like I mentioned, I was a diabetes educator for a long time and I did diabetes education classes. And so I knew that that was a setting that I really loved and enjoyed. So yeah, like just time-wise, it made sense too. Okay. What was the original question? Yeah. What your goals were when you got started? Yes. So I wanted to learn how to run a business and how to attract clients and start making money. And yes, yeah. the dietitian, bro- dietitian boss program has taught me how to do all three of those things and has taught me how to, I feel really comfortable in where I'm at knowing like, okay, I run groups now. Of course is a goal of mine in the future, but I'm going to wait till I really understand what the needs are of my ideal client before I even go 
and make that and market that. And so I feel really confident in my ability to do that with the tools that have been given to me. One thing I will say, I have a little bit of kind of like direct marketing in my history too. So I had a little bit of confidence with like being able to sell something to somebody by no way, shape or form had I ever had a, like a framework to work off of. And so Libby's sales call format has helped me so much. Like the five steps that she gives with introduction, dig, pitch, next steps. And I think I was missing one in there, but like when I go on a sales call and I know that I'm new to my business, but I feel so confident going into those sales calls, knowing like, Hey, I know how to direct this call. I know what kind of questions to dig into the person's main struggle. And it feels so good to do that too. learn more from the person before you just start selling them their program. And then it also makes sure that they're a good fit for the program too. And then being able to lay out the program in such a well-organized and thought out way is also really helpful. And then offering the program, just like getting practice and doing that just comes natural. It doesn't feel weird to tell my client that, well, now I just increased my price to $350. So it doesn't feel weird to say that. I have like a lot of confidence when I say my price. Oh, I look at like that thousand dollar price point and I'm like, oh, am I going to feel as confident then? But I know like, that's why I love Libby's framework is like, it's built to build your confidence and grow as you grow. And so I will say like the sales piece uh, has been a huge benefit. I would have business if I couldn't sell my course or my program. Yeah, it's true. That's true. And I'm so glad you brought up the sales and talked about that part of the dietitian boss program, because, you know, one of my observations has been sometimes our clients want to skip over that because for some sales can be scary, but it's crucial. And we do give you all, you know, the steps to follow the script. Now, when you, you know, got to that part of the training, did you skip over it? Was it intimidating? Were you excited to jump into it? (laughs) How did you feel? Oh yeah. I mean, Sarah, my tendency is to like back away from hard things. <laughs> so yeah, it was like making the Facebook group was like, oh, I can do this. Like, this is easy. Like this, this is not hard at all. Yes. The sales part, I really had to like force myself. And it was one thing where it was like, yeah, Julie, like you signed up for this business coaching. Like you did this because you made a choice that you wanted to start your private practice and have this freedom. And this is a skill that you have to learn and grow in. And I know that like, I don't know how to do it. And it's something I can learn, which is a whole nother quick thing, like growth mindset versus fixed, which I have been like introduced to that concept a few years ago. I read the book mindset by Carol Dweck and that like quite honestly changed my life, like changed my life in the way that I view things and not being afraid of failing at them and looking at something like, okay, I'm a newbie at this and there's nothing wrong with that. This is totally fine. And I can, I can continue to learn and continue to get better and better and better. There's no cap. So that was a mindset thing for when I came across the sales. Yes, it was. I definitely had to uh, force myself to really get into that. And those are a few modules that I've rewatched a few times and I'll go back to and rewatch them a few times. And I actually think I'm about due to probably rewatch them a few times. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, bringing up rewatching the modules, that's something to that is really important because like you said, if there's maybe kind of a mindset block or there's something apart that you struggled with or is difficult, you know, and depending on where you're at in your business, sometimes you have to go back to it. I mean, 
you know, it's like, you can always improve sales skills. And so I love that you brought up growth mindset because that is something we really encourage with all of you and really try to get you to reframe things and look at things as, you know, not good or bad, but this is helping me to grow. And that's, you know, what the goal is. So I'm curious, you mentioned when I was asking about goals, you brought up, you know, learning social media, were you using Instagram when you joined or what were you doing as far as Instagram and how has that changed? Yeah, I had an Instagram account. It was just the title of my LLC, which at the time was connect fitness and nutrition. And it was a mixture of some workouts that I had on there, either in carousel form or I just like some IG lives. That was one thing in the program where I don't have a problem showing my face. So that was one thing that came like yeah. a little bit easier for me. Actual for you, not yeah. scary to show your face. And so I had a couple IG lives. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot on there. There was just some workouts and no real like structure to any of it. Like it didn't, there was no message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so how would you compare that to now and how people respond, how your clients respond? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about the content that I'm able to provide for ultra runners and still learning how to put it all together and what they like and what they want and what words I should use to attract and in what format they prefer things. But actually just last night, this is, or maybe it was two nights ago. I don't remember, but a follower made a comment on a reel saying like, thank you so much for this really good content. And so I said, thank you for sharing. Like, I'd love to hear more about how this content has benefited you. And she said that she had just finished her first 100 mile race and she had put to practice a lot of the things that she had learned from on my Instagram account. And it went really well for her. She felt like it helped her tremendously. And so just getting feedback like that, really encouraging and just confirms that, you know, the hard work of switching and pivoting your business is worth it. So yeah, that's great. I feel like I have a lot better message and direction with my Instagram account than for sure. When I started, it felt a bit lost and now it feels like there's much better direction to it all. Yeah, no, that's really great. So for those listening, what would you say is next? I mean, you've talked a little bit how eventually you want to create a course, but what would you, if you could kind of sum up your goals that you have next for your business? Yeah, I want more clients, but I think part of my next goal is would good, Sarah. <laughs> this is one thing I avoid doing is like, I see like the smart goal, like post go up every week on Facebook. And I'm like, Ooh, that'd be a good thing to do. I've heard Libby say it'd be ideal if you could get at least 40 clients through before you start looking at making a course. I know she says you can do it before that, but I think that's my goal is to put at least 40 clients through my program and see how they benefit from it and see how I can change it so that it benefits them even more and get more and more and more people that are like also solidifying that my recommendations are helping them. So Well, I love it that your goal is then going to be 40 clients. Yeah. For anybody who may not be real familiar with SMART goals, just that you can look it up and see what that stands for. But it is something that we encourage all of the clients to do on a regular basis. And it can be, you know, a little scary because if you state what your goal is going to be, that puts accountability out there and yeah, it can, you know, takes action and follow through, but that's what we're here for is to support you all with small actions and keep you focused. So as we wrap up here, what do you have any last advice you'd give someone if they're, you know, really wanting to start their private practice, they're a little nervous. So what would you say to them? 
it's worth it. <laughs> Dietitian Boss Program, Sarah, the rest of the team, Libby are all amazing coaches. And it's a scary step to take to sign up for a business coach. It's an investment upfront, but it is so worth it. Like just the, even just the peace of mind that I've gained from this program and learning and feeling really confident in every little tiny piece and every little step of the way, even legally, like we have that piece that's really helpful too. Yes. It's so worth it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I just have to say, you know, seeing you along the way, you have taken consistent action and that's what is going to get you the results is, you know, doing those things that aren't always comfortable, aren't always fun, but knowing you'll grow from it. And I mean, you show up and you ask questions, you're definitely, you know, working on what you need to do to continue moving forward. So it's uh, great seeing that and seeing the success and seller. I love your reels. They're so entertaining. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> so, Sarah. <laughs> every, I, yeah, I do. And it pops up and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is great. I don't do any <laughs> running, but I still like them. <laughs> I do try and add some humor in them occasionally. Uh, yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and your experience and look forward to your continued success. Thank you, Sarah. All right. Bye. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.